Yeah. 10 minutes uh, to 4 to 5 on ISFM. Hey, it's nice. It's good. It's nice. It's Thursday. And of course, it's nice uh, to have uh, um, the man in charge at uh, Arts at Africa and uh, the lady in charge at uh, Julie Miller. Uh, investment at institute these are the two people who are helping us celebrate uh, women's month because they say all women matter and we agree Dirk, julie good morning this morning happy thursday thank you for waking up so early good morning good pleasure good morning, good morning. <laughs> yay welcome to the show nice to have you how are you coping with the lockdown and lots of tea to drink you first, sir. You first, sir. <laughs> okay, well, um, listen, first of all, it's something that the whole world has to deal with. And um, uh, we basically um, try to reinvent ourselves. And um, we see that every challenge is eventually an opportunity as entrepreneurs. And uh, so we have taken steps to... Um, uh, to take that um, opportunity or that situation into a positive. Um, you know, the whole world is talking about online business and the, the three-month lockdown, the three-month lockdown that we, 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 uh, we've been through has been used to, um, you know, to reinvent ourselves, to focus on online business, um, to uh, create um uh, tools to uh, make that better and um yeah so uh again it's a situation that we're all in we have to deal with it and um it will not be forever but uh, we use our time for uh, for the better and uh, for the benefit of our artists julie same on our side Dirk. we've been we've used the time you know you can't have a, a negative without getting some positive out of it and um, Judy, yes. could I ask you to go yeah, soft no, on I the did, volume there, please? Oh, is it you? Go down with yeah. the volume. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, Judy. Okay. Uh, the same is happening on our side. Um, we've taken some positive out of this time because uh, it's, a, it's allowed us, you know, having to slow down a little bit has allowed us to really consider what we're doing and how we're doing and how we can make a greater impact in this new normal. So, um, you know, in this time we've redeveloped our website. We are really focusing on our key strategic um, initiatives going forward and um, really just uh, wanting to work with artists and help them through this time. Yeah, because uh, Julie, looking at uh, your website, it it is just an eye grabber. You you can't look oh, away. Thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. Now, y- y- oh, and, and we 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 both repainted our galleries. <laughs> <laughs> my, my man, Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, very well invested uh, in uh, the arts and uh, you've done quite a lot of work in terms of making sure that uh, uh, local art gets an audience not only here but beyond our borders. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, that's always been our focus. Um, you know, if you look at the, the reports on um, revenue in the art field, uh, on a global basis and they, you can't really trust them because galleries for instance don't won't really give away their revenue numbers but 
if you look on a whole, it's probably around about um, 60 to 70 billion globally. And Africa, even if you can um, combine us with South America, makes up less than 4% of that. So there's a huge potential to, to sell the work of the African artists, our artists, into the rest of the world. Because if you think about it, we're really, um, by our very nature, a creative continent. So if we just grab a little bit more market share, it would make a tremendous difference to the revenue we bring into this continent from the rest of the world for creative people. And if I may ask both of you, in terms of uh, the consumption of art that comes from this continent, who buys it the most? Are we buying our own or are we finding that uh, the world is curious to know how Africa uh, tells their stories through art? Dirk, let's start with you. Um, well, okay. Um, we, have a, we have a gallery at the, the DNA Waterfront, uh, which is one of the, if not the most popular uh, touristic place in, in, in Africa. Um, and we find actually that um, the, the, uh, it is equal. We have uh, about 50% to local customers as well as uh, overseas customers. Um, so, yeah, so, um, so uh, it was actually a, a quite a surprise for me. I, I thought as being at the waterfront that we would have a lot more um, foreign visitors, but um, South Africans buy South African art. And uh, they relate to, to the stories that uh, our artists are telling. And, um, yeah, people buy it to uh, enjoy it um, in their house. Is, is that your experience, Julie? Yeah, I would say my experience is the same. Um, it's, it's mainly uh, local on my side, being based in Johannesburg. Um, but... There, is a, there has been a global movement towards buying um, African contemporary art. Um, so much so, in fact, that you have a number of art fairs popping up all over the world that are focused on African contemporary art. So, for instance, uh, one of the first ones uh, is the 154 um, Art Fair, which it stands for One Continent, 54 African Countries. So, so they first started in London, then they opened in New York, then in Marrakesh. Unfortunately, now COVID has hit and, and they haven't been able to run their fair this year. But you also have uh, the AKAA, which is also known as Africa, which is in Paris. You've got the um, uh, global auction houses, um, the main uh, auction houses like Sotheby's and Christie's um, have started auctions focused on African contemporary. So globally, people have been buying African contemporary art more and more. But still, um, it's such a tiny percentage. There is such an opportunity here. And especially now during this uh, period, I, I, I work a little bit with one of the global <clears throat> art marketplaces. And um, they've got international buyers still buying uh, art from, from, I only know about the South African art, not the, the rest of the continent, but they are selling so much South African art. So I, I, I think 
um, even though we are such a tiny percentage of the global market, we really, really have an opportunity to grow that footprint internationally. People are interested. They love our art. They like the price point because of the exchange rate. So, um, yeah, right now it's mainly local, and that's an opportunity for us. 20 minutes to yeah. five. Uh, Julie, would we, Julie Miller would we find of, as well, yes. uh, if, I, if I may, would we, would we find as well, is that uh, you probably hear I have an accent. I'm originally from Belgium. Um, South African art is, is very honest. And uh, when I go back to Belgium and I visit galleries, fairs, art fairs, etc., a lot in Europe and the States is about you know getting noticed sometimes by uh, creating shocking art. It has to be original. And um, we find that the people resonate worldwide, resonate um, increasingly with that. That uh, our South African art is um, is honest and. Um, uh, yeah, people resonate with that. And, and there's a definitely, like Julie saying, uh, a great opportunity for our South African artists to keep on telling their stories. And increasingly, the, the world is uh, opening up for our artists and, and our art. That puts a smile on my face. 19 minutes to five. Uh, Julie and Dirk are talking to us. Uh, in a moment, we'll look at uh, this exhibition that they're going to do quite creatively. Stay with us. SFM Sunrise. There's no difference in the risk that teachers have to the risk in the general population in Taute. That's very different, of course, for example, to people working in supermarkets, where the risk is higher, or people working in healthcare services, where it's about 800 times higher. Also, 98% of the schools where teacher cases were reported, there were no reported cases in children. So. It's not a case of the teachers acquiring it because they're coming to school and interacting with children. children. Professor Salim Abdul Karim is chair of the COVID-19 Ministerial Advisory Committee and epidemiologist and infectious disease specialist. The tried and tested wake-up option. SAFM Sunrise, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. 18 minutes at 2.5. Nice uh, for you to uh, stay with us. Uh, much appreciated indeed. Uh, Julie and Dirk are talking to us about art and, of course, the beauty of it. And I like the idea that, uh, you know, Dirk highlights that we are honest. We tell the story as it is. Hence, maybe that's why the prices are very competitive. Because if you go to their websites, uh, Art at Africa, as well as uh, Julie, Julie Miller Art, you will see some fabulous pieces there. Highly competitive prices. Now, guys, please talk to us about All Women Matter. Judy? Well, uh, this is Women's Month. And, um, you know, there's been so much uh, sad news uh, lately about femicide and uh, domestic violence. Um, we thought it would be a wonderful idea to um, give women a platform to express themselves. Wow. And obviously, Dirk, you, you know, lady issues are close to your heart. How, how did you get into this? Um, well, this is actually the, 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 the second exhibition we're doing uh, for Women's Month. It started last year with an exhibition called <clears throat> Weapons of uh, Mass Seduction. Um, gender equality is uh, both on Julie's and, and my uh, agency or my gallery uh, agenda, very high. 
we we focus both on on a number of things, um, uh, highlighting the positive, um, highlighting the diversity, or celebrating the diversity in, in our country, um, uh, being close to the environment uh, and what's done to our environment, and uh, gender equality is, is is one of these uh, main topics uh, on our agenda. We believe that artists are agents of change, and uh, the voice of art goes straight to the heart. And like Julie is saying, these are, these are there's very important stories to be told um, to the audience. And um, yeah, that's why we decided to do um, a, a massive exhibition uh, specifically on that topic. Uh, by the way, I'm the only guy in, um, in the whole team. Uh, it's, uh, it's an all-female team, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm a guy that owns the gallery, so I have to be involved. Um, uh, but it, it was the, 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 the girls and the women in our team that uh, made the selection. Uh, there's 155, I believe, uh, Julie, 155 artists that uh, participated, uh, submitted yeah. over 600 um, artworks. And, um, yeah, we've always been encouraging female artists to explore, um, you know, the, the, the voices. Um, maybe I'm sounding a bit biased as a European, but I feel that um, the South African society still is quite traditionally uh, dominated by by men. Um, but, you know, women are the uh, the architects of, of our society and uh, their voices need to be heard. And that's why we created this, uh, this platform. Obviously, you, you've had the submission process which closed on the 30th of July and one would like to believe that you must have been undated and you could only accommodate this many. Uh, the quality of submissions, Judy, what can you say about that? The quality was extremely high. Um, it was a real challenge for the panel to, to decide who would make that top 50 artists. Um, it it really was a difficult decision for the panel. It really was a difficult decision. There's and the the range of work, the type of work was uh, was was very uh, broad. So specifically, um, we didn't put a particular theme on this exhibition because uh, it it was intended as a platform for women to express themselves. So um, really, the the, the um, content of the work was extremely broad, um, and and the the quality of what people are delivering is extremely high. It, it was wonderful to see, but it made it really difficult for the panel to decide on just the top fifty artists. I, I love the sound of that. I'm, I'm happy I didn't have to be part of that. <laughs> Obviously, with COVID nineteen, everything has gone virtual. Dirk, you're in Cape Town. Judy, you're up here in Joburg. This is going to happen virtually. Does that mean you go fifty-fifty? Um, Dirk in Cape Town will have fifty artists from that side exhibiting, and uh, you have the same number this side, Judy. Uh, Dirk, do you want to take that one? Yeah, well, that's exactly correct. Um, we work together. Uh, Twenty-five, twenty-five, though. Yeah, well, 50, 50, or 50, it's 25 each. So, <laughs> excuse me, we have 25 artists in uh, Cape Town, 25 artists in uh, Johannesburg, but the online platform uh, will showcase uh, 100 selected artists of the 155. So, uh, 
like like you just saying very correctly, um, we're going online. Online is the new norm, and the experience for the uh, for the viewers will be created uh, mainly online. Um, but we use our our galleries, the exhibition on the gallery, also as a platform because we both invested in the latest technology in terms of um, cameras and and uh, software to create virtual experiences. So the the exhibition will also be um, happening in uh, live uh, as a physical space, but uh, we will create the 360 and 3D uh, uh, virtual tours uh, within the gallery. Um, and then, Julie, maybe you want to say something about um, the, the kind of like competition, the solo that we're going to create for the uh, person that gets the people's choice? Yes, absolutely. So um, the idea of this um, showing online so so in each gallery um just to give you some context we asked every artist to um submit three to five artworks um for the application process we're going to of the top 50 artists that we've chosen we're going to exhibit just one artwork um that they've submitted so 20 as dirk said 25 in cape town 25 in Joburg. Um, but all of the art will be available online, all of their submissions. And once we've chosen the top 100, their uh, work will be available online as well. When we go live with the um, exhibition, during the period of the exhibition, the month that it's on, we're going to ask people to vote for their favorite artwork. And that's going to become the People's Choice Award which then uh, the winner of that award will win a, a solo um, exhibition that will so so the exhibition will be for for early next year and it will um, first show in Cape Town with Dirk at the Art of Africa Gallery and then move to Joburg uh, to the Julie Miller African Contemporary Gallery. Loving the sound of this, 10 minutes at 2.5, talking to people that make the world go round. Artists must be salivating at the thought, and those that missed out on their submissions, hey, it's going to be tough. We'll talk more in a moment. On the Viewpoint. What are the Christian teachings in relation to how the church itself may be to blame for gender-based violence in South Africa? Siki is of the view that GBV has long been orchestrated by the teachings of the church, long before it became the standard of the country that we are now lamenting. How so? By Christian teachings, I mean church teachings on women. It's using the Bible, however, in context where power is really given to men and taken away from women. So I'm not talking about the Bible itself, because for me, when I read the Bible, I read the Bible as pro-women, especially if I'm reading Jesus. So my argument is that the church is not doing the liberation work that Jesus taught. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. SAFM is turning 84 this year. Happy birthday to you. Yes, the only national talk radio station first went on air in August 1936. To celebrate, we are giving away 42,000 rand in cold, hard cash. This is wonderful. 
that's 8,400 Rand per show. We are looking for kings and queens of on-air callers on each of the following shows on weekdays between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. SFM Sunrise with Stephen, The Talking Point with Kathy, Life Happens with Pimelo, Beyond the Headline with Bongi, and Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle on Saturdays between 7 and 10 a.m. If you are that caller who participates the most on your favorite show, continue doing so because you might just be crowned the king or queen of on-air callers and be rewarded with a cool 8,400 rand in cash. Stay tuned for more details. SAFM, rewarding your active citizenry. Well, uh, Julie and Derek are going to reward some fabulous artists. So that people's choice award, I tell you, it is the one to get. Now, um, to register to be part of this as a consumer, obviously people can buy online as well during the exhibition, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, the, all of the work will be available on both our websites mm. um, and available for, work di- for purchase directly from there. Your website, Dirk? Uh, the website is called uh, www.artatafrica.art. And so, yeah, exactly the same thing. Um, all, the, um, uh, all the works are uh, online. Um, we, uh, I just want to elaborate a little bit on, on that. Both uh, Julie and I, we believe that we need to lower the threshold um, of, of art selling. Uh, a lot of people, when they go to uh, to gallery, they, they feel intimidated. And, um, you know, it's, for, for a lot of people, it's actually, they feel that this is not a world um, uh, that they belong to. We we believe that art belongs to uh, to the people. And uh, also the online uh, gallery and the way we approach it actually gives an opportunity to, for people to enjoy art in the comfort of their, of their home. It's completely stress-free. Uh, they get all the information that they want uh, on our online platforms, the, the 3D or the 360 walkthroughs gives them really a sense of, of being there. And, and um, that gives us, you know, the COVID gave us an opportunity to really invest in that and to really create a, a, a great experience if you visit our, our website. Mm-hmm. And we believe that um, uh, in doing so that the people will resonate with the stories that our artists have to tell and um, and then as a result of it, uh, want a piece of that uh, in their home and and buy it. Judy, your website as well. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know that that's one of the reasons that Dirk and I work together so closely. We have very much the same philosophy around uh, what we do, the art, who we work with, how we work. Um, making it uh, accessible to to anybody, as Dirk was saying. Um, so, very much our, our business models are aligned, and that's why it's very easy for us to do things together because um, we agree on virtually everything. I like the sound <laughs> of that. <laughs> of course, when when we don't agree, I'm right. <laughs> that's where the money comes in. Eh? We don't agree, well, so we compromise. Well, that's only during the moment, man. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, thank you ever so much for putting this together. We'll get uh, the information up on our website as well for our friends to check Wonderful. in. Wonderful, thank but you. People can go to Judy, Miss Judy Miller. She's popular. You'll see a lot of videos of her doing various interviews on um, Google. You can go there. And, of course, uh, uh, Dirk as well, looking like uh, he's always on holiday. I wonder if he gets to work. <laughs> Thank you so well, much. Well, when, when you're in art, in the art business, it's, it's never really working. So uh, that's maybe why I have that impression. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks for tuning in. Much before for talking to us. Much appreciated. This is fabulous. I like the fact that you are selling so much and... Uh, People are just lapping up what you've got to offer. This is fantastic. Wishing you a there fabulous is, day. There is so much, yeah, there is so much talent in our country, and thanks very much for helping promoting our artists um, on uh, on on your audience. That's what we do. Whatever you do, have a fabulous Thursday. Thank you. Thanks Goodbye. a lot. Thanks so much. Lovely. Goodbye. Thank you. Arts at Africa, Julie, uh, Julie. Um, Mela, just uh, go online, you'll find the two guys. There. Also, there's a website you can go to.